You can't say that you love God and it's not in your heart to ever be kind and gentle or to do anything for anybody else. Welcome to Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. My name is the Reverend Gary Pless, and I'm just filling in today for the Pastor Nathaniel Bronner, and we're going to move right into our message. Coming to you from the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 10, the 23rd verse. Again for your hearing, coming to you from the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel, the 10th chapter, beginning at the 23rd verse. Again. For your hearing, the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel, the 10th chapter, beginning at the 23rd verse, you will find these words, and they ran and fetched him thence, and when he stood among the people. He was higher than any of the people from his shoulders upward. If you all will pray with us for a little while. We're going to talk from this subject. Shake somebody's hand and say, a tall man. A tall man. My brothers and sisters, this small four-letter word, tall, means a great deal. Webster defines this word as the height of an object from its base to its top. Webster's thesaurus tells us that this Four-letter word means to be far-fetched. It tells us that it means to be in length or in width. Now, the importance of this particular word wouldn't be so important except because of the fact that we as a people of Christ in general are a measuring type of people. We measure everything. When Tiger Woods is on the golf course or when any golfer is on the golf course, he or she would like to know how many holes is the golf course? How wide is the golf course? This word is important because we find ourselves concerned about measurement and square footage. When former home run king Hank Aaron would hit the ball and when Barry Bonds would hit the ball, 
We wanted to know how far that ball had reached or how far that ball had traveled. We are a measuring type of people. When we go to the grocery store, we drink out of two liter, three liter bottles, 12 ounce cans because we measure everything. When we go to purchase a new home, we're concerned about the square footage of that home. How wide is the backyard? How much footage is in the master bedroom? We are a measuring type of people. Whenever we go to purchase a pair of shoes or try on a new pair of pants, a new dress, or just a plain old pair of 501 blues. We are concerned about measurement. We are a measuring type of people. And there's something that I found out in my own life. Not only do we measure things, but we even have a way of measuring each other. Y'all gonna pray with me? We have a way of measuring one another. For instance, if you have not graduated from either of our fine institutes or if you haven't gone on to become a graduated from Morehouse, Princeton, Yale, or Harvard, in the eyes of some people, you don't seem to measure up very tall. There's nothing wrong with education. But in the eyes of some people, if you haven't completed some of the finest institutions, you're not considered very tall in their eyesight. We measure everything. If you don't drive a certain type of car, Mercedes-Benz, Cadillac, BMW, Rolls-Royce, Nissan, Ford F-150, If you don't drive a particular vehicle, then in the eyes of some people, you're not considered very tall. We measure everything. We are a measurmental. We are a conscious generation of measuring. Now, there's something that I found out in my own life, my brothers and sisters. And that is that God also measures us. But he doesn't measure us the way we measure one another. If you want to measure high and if you want to measure tall in the sight of our God, in the sight of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, then you've got to stand up and love somebody. You see, he measures us according to what's in our hearts. He doesn't measure us according to the things that we have. He measures us according to how much love you have. Now, you can't say that you love me and you go out and you hate your neighbor. You can't say that you love God and it's not in your heart to ever be kind and gentle or to do anything for anybody else. If you want to measure tall in the sight of God, then you've got to show love 
towards one another. We are a measuring type of people. Our history reminds us of how often we have measured people. In the field of politics, today we have our first African-American president, Barack Hussein Obama. And as time passes on, he will be measured as time passes on. But still, even today, in the eyes of some people, he hasn't measured up to be enough. In the field of music, we celebrate the life now and the icon of Michael Jackson, a man that went on in music, defined music, produced music, directed music, played music. He was considered the king of pop. But in the eyes of some people, still today, he wasn't considered very tall. In the field of education, Booker T. Washington went to Tuskegee and started a school, Tuskegee University in Alabama. He believed that we should be taught and that we should learn But even today, some still consider him not very tall. In the field of early science, George Washington Carver measured high. He took the peanut and the sweet potato and did a number of things with it. And even in the field of modern medicine, Dr. Daniel Williams, who performed the first open heart surgery, was a man that measured tall. Because he created, he operated, and he did the first open heart surgery. Well now my brothers and sisters, that brings us to our scripture. And in our text, the children of Israel had gotten to the point where they wanted a king. They had came to the prophet Samuel and they had began, they began to gripe, grumble, and complain. We want a king. The other nations had a king, so they wanted a king. And that tells me, my brothers and sisters, be careful of what you ask for. Be careful of what you pray and ask God for. Some man and some woman is here today is grumbling and griping and complaining about some boyfriend they wound up with. Somebody's grumbling and grumbling and complaining about somebody that they were married to. Be careful of what you ask for because you just might get it. The Bible says that they went to Samuel and bothered Samuel and bugged Samuel. Egypt has an emperor. The Chaldeans have a king. We want a king. You see, they had forgotten That it wasn't a king that had brought them across the Red Sea. It was the hand of God. They had forgotten that when the walls of Jericho came tumbling down, it wasn't a king that had delivered them. It was the hand of God. They had forgotten that when they were out in the wilderness and they had gotten hungry, bread and manna fell from heaven. They had forgotten that it wasn't a king 
that made that bread fall. It was the hand of God. So I've learned, my brothers and sisters, be careful about what you ask for. The Bible tells us that Samuel went in prayer. And he went to God and prayed, Lord, they want a king. And the Bible teaches us that God honored their request. He said, now Samuel, I'm going to give them what they want. I'm going to give them exactly what they've asked for. My brothers and sisters, God told Samuel that he would recognize the king when he saw him because he would be a tall man. The Bible says that there was a man by the name of Kish who was from the tribe of Benjamin. And Kish had a son by the name of Soil. And as far as we know, this was the first Saul because a thousand years later over in the New Testament, there was another Saul who became Paul. But this man, Saul, was going to be anointed by the king, by Samuel the prophet. The Bible says that after Samuel had prayed, the man by the name of Kish, Saul's father, his muse had gotten lost. And after his muse had gotten lost, the good son went out looking for his father's muse. He was concerned about his father. And it's a good child that's concerned about his parents. It's a good child that's concerned about his or her mother. Saul was concerned about his father. So he went out looking for the muse. See how God works it out? He was out looking for muse. But then the Lord had fixed it. After many of days of traveling and looking for the muse, he was about to turn and go back home when the servant said to him, there's a man of God over in Israel. He is a seer. He knows things that others don't know. He sees things that others can't see. He can tell us perhaps where the muse are. Well, my brothers and sisters, the Bible tells us that the muse had already found their way back home. But the Bible says that Saul went on to Samuel's house. And after arriving at Samuel's house, he knocked at the door. Samuel invited Saul in. He sat down at Samuel's table. He dined and ate Samuel's bread. He drunk Samuel's cool water. The next day, the Bible tells us that they got up to go and walk down the road. And as they traveled down the road, Samuel said to Saul, send the servant away. Because there are some things I need to talk to you about. My brothers and sisters, that tells me that everybody ought not to know your business. Be careful who you tell your business to. You can't go out telling your business and then get mad when they come back and start talking about you. Some things you don't want everybody to know. So Saul sent the servants away. Samuel said to him, well, 
you're going to be the first king of Israel. God has anointed me to tell you that you are going to be the new leader for Israel. The Bible says that as they walked, Samuel talked to Saul. Saul talked to Samuel. And now what you have here is holiness and government walking together. What you have here is righteousness and government walking together. What you have here is goodness and government walking together. And as they walked, they went down together. Samuel called all of the tribes of Israel to come together. From the tribe of Manasseh, from the tribe of Benjamin, from the tribe of Judah. They all gathered together to see the new king. The Bible tells us that they started to pray. And I don't know what prayer they prayed. But if I had been there, my brothers and sisters, I would have wanted to pray a, a simple prayer. Lord, save our king. Lord, be merciful unto our king. Lord, give our king a little wisdom. The Bible says that Samuel told them all to kneel down. And as they kneeled, they started to pray. And after they finished praying, all of the people of Israel stood up. But Saul was still on his knees. And the people didn't see their king. They were looking over the king. And that tells me, be careful who you look over. Because you don't know who is in God's plan. You don't know who is doing the will of the Lord. You don't know who God has chosen to do his work. Be careful how you talk about that man that's at the gas station begging. You don't know where he is in the plan of the almighty God. The Bible says that Saul stood up. And as he stood up, the people could see that he was a tall man. Well, I've told you about this tall man, and I've told you about other tall men. I just want to tell you about one more tall man, and his name is Jesus. He walks with me all along this journey. Every now and then, every now and then, I get a little tired, but that's all right. I can call on the tall man Jesus. He is my burden bearer. He's my four-day traveler. He's my wheel in the middle of the wheel. When I'm being talked about, I can call on this tall man. When I'm being lied on, I can call on this tall man. When I'm laying awake in the midnight hour, I can call on this tall man. Jesus can, Jesus will work it out. Every now and then, sometimes I don't understand, Reverend. Sometimes I have to moan, but I can call on Jesus because I found out in my own life that can't nobody do me like Jesus. He'll hold you in the midnight hour. He'll guide you all along this way. He'll keep you when you can't keep your 
yourself. He'll hold you when you feel all alone. Jesus is that tall man. He was tall when they hung him high and stretched him wide. He was tall when they took him down and placed him in a borrowed tomb. He was tall when he got up early Sunday morning out of the grave with all power. Get to know Jesus. you go in, stay in Jesus. He will walk with you. He'll guide you all along this way. He's a tall man. He's a tall man. man. Well, now that I'm out of time, if you would like to listen to this sermon in its entirety, you can go to airjesus.com, send it to a friend, and thank you for watching Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. This ends message number 6291 by Gary Plez. To send this message, a tall man, number 6291, to a friend, simply go to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com. This has been message number 6291. Listen to airjesus.com and theonlineword.com often and keep your spirit charged up.